Hello, and welcome back to Zadia Race Against Time. This is our Tales of Zadia one shot. We are having a ton of fun with it. Hannah is our lovely GM for this game. Do they call it a GM? What do they call it? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, whatever she's called, uh, she's been doing a good job running us through this game. Narrator. Narrator. Uh -huh, ah, the narrator. narrator. Very nice. Uh, well, Hannah, if you would like to narrate, you can go ahead and get us back into it. Right. Well, remind me if I'm missing anything, but basically I think what happened last time is you guys had a little bit of a disagreement between, or had to handle a disagreement between Vaka and Eckers about how to handle your uh, potion, basically. You know, Eckers kind of wants to give it to everybody, and Vodka wants to give it to nobody. <laughs> so right. uh, I kind of had those two extremes you had to handle, and the group decided to kind of go with Eckers' side, which is, I think we can spare a little bit, but not the whole thing. <laughs> Right, so it's like it was like more Eckers than Vaca, but definitely yeah. not what Eckers wants to do. Either. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Really one particularly happy about totally it. one or the other, but you kind of lost, not lost Vaca's trust, but lost her support, kind of. She isn't going to come with the group, so. But Eckers is still tagging along. So after settling this kind of like dispute between Vaca and Eckers, you guys approached the gate where you saw some sunfire elf guards get attacked by some of these like mutants left over from the conflict that happened here and you're able to dispatch them and the guards thanked you uh, but insisted on staying here to help any other refugees that were still getting out of the city and i think that's where we left it yeah yeah we were basically heading through the gate at that point yeah you guys were heading through the gate and trying to get closer to the sunforge because we still have um, Clores with us. The uh, Twin-Tailed Saber-Tooth Tiger? Something yes. Tiger, yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Nice. I think so. That sounds correct. I believe that, that is sounds right. I believe that is right, yes. Yes, tw oh, Twin-Tailed Inferno-Tooth Tiger. Oh. Very close. Inferno there was something Very missing. Close. Okay. There was something missing. I you wasn't were close, sure. Andrew. I knew there was something fire-related, but I couldn't remember it, so I second-guessed myself and thought it wasn't there. But yes, you do still have Clores with you. Clores could take one of you up one time. Wait, I thought, was it just one of us? I thought that we said it was one of us. Okay. Yeah. He's only strong oh, right, enough to do can... one trip with one person. Yeah. I can fly though, so it's fine. You can fly yourself, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're just walking through the town. City. Getting closer. Hiding. Uh, any conversation happening or trying to stay quiet or... We're probably trying yeah. to stay quiet. Considering what we just had to deal with and the fact that there could be other other leftovers of the army hanging out around here somewhere. Yeah, I don't think we're being terribly loud if we're talking at all. Yeah, I definitely think that unless um, Eckers is talking to us, I think that Tolith would definitely be focused on kind of keeping an eye out after that last incident that happened. Um, it's killing him not being able to just sit there and gush and like ask Eckers a bunch of questions about what it's like to be a human because he's the first he's ever met, but... He is kind of uh, aware enough to save that for later. I think Kefir is probably just kind of quiet and kind of walking, looking around. But she's kind of thinking about the guards that we just left and they're probably going to die. 
Yeah, I think the guards are actually kind of weighing heavy on Eckers as well. Maybe for a little bit of a different reason, but you... I, I think... I'm pretty sure we talked about this last episode. You could tell they were being heavily affected by, like, the corruption from the Sunforge. Um, they were, like, sick and weak, and Eckers wanted to try and maybe give them some of the stuff as well. But we can't and, spare it. Yeah, I know. So as you guys are really kind of going through the city, eventually Eckers kind of speaks up and says, Listen, uh, you know, I don't mean to be a bother, but have you considered that there may be more Sunfire Elves in peril here, you know, corrupted like the guards were out there? I mean, surely we can use some, some of the serum on the ones worst for wear, you know, and and point out the clearest way we found into the city so that it, it can leave. They won't leave. The refugees stay want here, to leave. Anyways. The refugees that are trying to get out anyway, but maybe can't now because they're, they're too sick. And Kefira just kind of shrugs and says, we've only got so much of this stuff. So we just leave them to die in their homes? Yeah, we do. Because we have to save the whole planet. More the whole continent, but still. We try this then. If we can revive the forge itself, then all will be saved. I need everyone to make a devotion roll. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> is that just roll with devotion or is that like, is there more? Can you use more with it? It just says it's a contest of devotion. So I'm going to say it's just oh, okay. devotion. <laughs> All right. Four. I rolled an eight on a D8. An eight on a D8. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have done any better. A two. I rolled a four. So, <laughs> Andrew was the only one that succeeded because meat doesn't beat in this game. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to exceed. So, but Andrew uh, did succeed. And what was the, th uh, did you say something? In I'm sorry. What was kind of like your point about helping people? Did you say anything or? Yeah, me, um, at Tola said that, you know, uh, after Kevy Fear chimed in and said, you know, yeah, we're going to, he said, you know, if we fail at this more people are gonna die that's basically what he uh was kind of using as his logic to kind of appeal to eckers eckers kind of sighs but nods and doesn't say anything uh, after that but you can tell he feels guilty and wants to help people he just doesn't know how you know and this seems like the most obvious way for him to help people so he just kind of sighs and nods for now and follows you guys along uh, Toleth just says, I think Toleth would pick up on that, and he likes to try to make people feel at ease. You know, he's a fairly friendly guy, usually. So Toleth just says, um, you know, I know it's not the the same thing as this serum that specifically helps, but I do know some magic. Uh, people we run across, I can give them some rations to kind of ease their fatigue and, you know, we can do the best to point them on the safest way out and try and help them along. I think you see Eckers kind of like, kind of moved side to side in one of those like, I guess, gestures. Because he knows that that's not going to help them with this corruption sickness, but he doesn't want to push it anymore. Yeah. As you guys make your way through the city, you notice that there are still... Like how Eckers was talking about refugees and how the guards at the front said they're tr still trying to help refugees get out. There's actually still three major refugee camps in Luxaria. So there's still 
you know, a fair amount of people inside of the city. I mean, when you think about a city this big and getting everybody out, like, in such a short amount of time, like, feasibly, that's, you know, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a logistical nightmare. Yeah, and so as you guys are, like, going through the city, you do notice there is probably more people than you thought there would inside of the city. And it's hard to... I'm sure it doesn't sit well with you guys that there's all these people in here and you guys are pretty sure they're gonna die. (laughs) Yeah. And they are all looking very sick, just like the guards were, like, very heavily corrupted by the Sunforge. Oh, man, this is... Uh, they could probably tell this is absolute torture for my character because two of his principal goals are obey the will of my queen and see the Sunforge restored, both of which he wants to do, but one is contradictory of the other in possibility at the moment. Yeah. I think it's hard on all of us because, like, we have a duty to do and mm-hmm. we don't really have an option. Yeah. These yes. are the people that Toleth was helping uh, evacuate. Yeah, and it does say, it says, These refugees are all Sunfire Elf civilians who refused to flee the city after the Sunforge fell into corruption, believing it was their duty to stay and protect their homes. So a lot of these refugees that are left, you know, obviously not everybody, but most of them are people who want to stay because this is, you know. And we can't do anything about them. Uh, We could try and give an impassioned speech, maybe, but... (laughs) Do we have time for that? I don't no, think so, no. no. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I think Kefira just tries to walk by without looking at them. It says, some of them are there because they're used to things like this happening and someone's showing up at the last minute to resolve it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, this ain't gonna happen. I don't think, uh, yeah, he, we don't have time either, but I, I think he's walking in the lead back to the other two, but if they did see him, I think they would see that he is, like, He's not looking, but I mean, he is, he, he is, I think he's crying. He's actually crying because, Aww. like I said, he is a, he, he gets angry for the right reasons, but he has a kind soul. And this is, this is, this is painful for him. If it were up, if he had the time, if he could, he would stop and help every single one of them. He really would. But just the, the possibility that he could save everyone on this one shot is so strong <laughs> that he, oh yeah, this is, this is painful. We Did can try any to get of the him others the way back. say anything to Draco? Or I mean, his back is to them. Oh. If they if they walk yeah, in we front, they might notice. But if they don't, Kefira's not looking at anyone. She's kind of like trying to look at the ground. He, he's just, she feels guilty too. He's just okay. stealing resolve and being like, you know, I, I I don't have time to. You know, this is the least I could do for them. I will, I will cry since I cannot stop. And uh, Toleth is kind of similarly to Kefira. He's. He's looking, like, he's not, like, eyes downcast, like, trying to avoid looking at people. But it is hard to look for too long at these people that, you know, every person he sees, he's like, well, you know, this person I'm seeing alive right now probably won't be unless they leave the city. And he, uh, he knows he doesn't have time to try and stop them from staying. Like, do you think that Toleth might even know that, like, these groups that are still in the city are probably the holdouts that don't want to leave? If I was, like, directly trying to ferry people out, I'm probably pretty aware of... Yeah, you're probably pretty uh, aware of the situation here and why these people... Most of these people are still here. I think maybe even as we're walking, I think what Toleth will just say is that um, he'll say, it is hard to 
sway somebody who is very set in their intended course of action. These people are certain that by staying they can do something to help, or that that is their only choice in the face of something like this. I just wish that we could reach them and convince them to save themselves. Okay, Farrah kind of nods and she says, maybe we can talk to them on their way out. Maybe if whatever we do makes that big bowl in the sky freak out, maybe we can convince some of them, you know? They stay because they hold to a hope and I will give them that if it is the last thing that I do. I think we keep walking. Yeah. Solemnly. Alrighty. I mean, part of him actually wants to, like, call out and, like, you know, all is not lost or something, but the fact that he's not sure either, he doesn't want to be the one to blame later if things go horrible, and they're like, so-and-so, he told us it was going to be alright, we hate him. So let me just make sure the general consensus with, like, the refugee camps is that you guys feel bad, but you're not gonna do anything, right? (laughs) Yeah. Correct, yeah, we're, we're pretty dead set on... The dragon being the only thing other than the Sunforge that will use the Ceremon. Okay. So just so like for some flavor, like as you guys are walking through, you can tell Eckers has this like really guilty conscience. But as uh, they're walking through, he kind of starts like putting on this goofy persona and trying to like make jokes with some of the kids that they pass by and things like that. And just like, why'd you have to say there were kids? Of course, there's kids. <laughs> I know, of course, there's kids. I just didn't think about it until you said it. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So he just kind of puts on this. Oh, well, I'm a goofy human persona, <laughs> and uh, starts kind of joking as they walk through to try and help some of these people. Maybe smile a little bit and feel a little better as you go through. Does he eat bread and complain? <laughs> oh, I, let's talk about pathways that lead to other pathways <laughs> oh my gosh oh. you guys make it through like the city and you enter this large field that surrounds the sun forges tower so you guys are pretty much at the center of the city at this point okay uh you can feel this low energy wave kind of pulsing out from the sun forge like you know, like when you're at like a concert or something and you kind of feel the bass like pulse through your chest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's kind of like what this feels like. Like you're getting hit with this like low energy wave of corruptive power uh, and you start to feel it. You're not feeling like weak yet, but you can definitely tell that this corruptive energy is starting to get to you. Like it feels a mm-hmm. lot stronger here and you can feel it like tangibly. Yeah, I, I think just, like, for flavor, as they were going through the the city, if they were perceptive, they would have heard Doraka's starting to breathe more heavily. He's bent over a little more, and then they reach this, and he's he's obviously feeling it, being being the only sunfire among the three of them. is It hurts. It's painful. Karaki, that feels bad. I uh, had not come this deep in before. I usually stopped at the camps. So what's the goal here? We're just going to... Fly up there, dunk some stuff on it, keep a little bit for the dragon. So before you do anything, oh boy! Uh, oh, <laughs> as boy. you reach this clearing, Toleth has the shard, right? Yes, he was carrying it. Yes, that shard pings with this high pitch, like ting. 
super loud, louder than you've heard it before. And you see Eckers look up at the sky and go, oh no. <laughs> this sound as it pulses kind of through this area, like kind of echoing off of this like corruption wave as it hits, you know, obviously angers Orda, the dragon that is in the sky above you. And you hear- Well, isn't the... that helpful? <laughs> you hear the dragon roar overhead. And Orda has been staying closer to the Sunforge, you know, she's been circling kind of this area anyways. And so you could tell she is like right above you guys. Great. Um, I think I do what I normally say and say, against the wall. Yeah, as so you like say that, you see up against her the kind of swoop roofs. down, and she hasn't spotted you quite yet, but she knows you're in the area based off of the sound, and she sprays fire into this nearby building. Great. Okay. Uh, yeah. So well. I think uh, Kefir is like plastered up against the wall. She's like, so we're gonna go to try to do the dragon first. Seems the wisest course of action. And uh, she, I think she already has the, like, they separated the, the mini, the mini vial, right? Yeah, already. we have a middle one. So, so she's got that. And uh, yeah, the other two can't fly. So, I mean, I think they're just like finding the nearest cover if there is any at all. So, and she turns to Toleth and says, Toleth, you're not doing quite as bad as he is. Why don't you go up there with me? One of us be the distraction, the other one sneak up behind the dragon. If I can get to it, I can pour some on it and see what it does, if anything. I can certainly do that, but um, if I take Clores, won't that be... Um, we, we won't have him for later. Well, if we don't have the dragon, we don't need him for later. Am I right Like in assuming like if the dragon isn't trying to kill us, I can just fly up there, right? Like, Is that a reasonable assumption? That's a risk that you have to take. I can't tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a I have a follow-on question. Is there any other way up the tower? Like, can we walk up it if we needed to? Like, does it have a staircase? Yes. Okay. Okay, because I okay because I was just thinking that like if anyone is doing the whole like the action of it, you might have to fight my character for that because he would do it like on his honor. He is going to he is going to do. Well, I, I recommended that Tolith help me with this, and I take the small one. Yeah, yeah. If we're all doing this distraction at the time anyways, then I will turn to Daraka and say, and you take the big one up the up the stairs. I take care of the dragon. We're, distra we're distracting it. What better time than now, anyways? Whether we take care of the dragon or not, we're still distracting it. True, this is, yes. Can you make it up them stairs? I am not going to let that mage beat us yet and he he just sets himself and he starts heading towards the he starts heading towards the wait, stair wait 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 just a second Eckers you can go with him you can lean on Eckers he can get you up there is that alright oh yeah I can I can make it <laughs> alright then let us go first distract the dragon then you can go do it so as you guys are having this conversation, uh, the noise of like the explosion and like the dragon and the ting, you know, all of that has attracted the attention of the last Sunfire Elf guard that is this deep into the city. This guard comes running around the corner of the building and sees you guys 
and then looks up and sees Orda coming down for another attack as she spotted you, the dragon. And she firmly places herself between you guys and the dragon and yells, Halt! This city is not yours to extinguish and I will not live to see you destroy my home! And she's yelling at the dragon. <laughs> that seems like a good time as any. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to nudge Tolith and tell him to go. Yeah. Because I want to distract the dragon and not let her annihilate this poor guy, hopefully. Yeah. And hopefully it'll chase Tolith on yeah. the, the the flying... The twin-tailed inferno tooth tiger. Yeah. And then I can sneak up behind the dragon and and Doraka can run up the stairs. As Clores <laughs> multi-pronged hears, attack. As Clores hears and sees this person, the Sunfire Elf Guard... He roars and runs towards her to stand protectively in front of her and beside her. Ah. Tolith. Um. Time to go. Change of plans. It seems like Clores has his own idea. Get up there. And Tolith is going to go stand with what this woman What do you mean too. get up there? Just go. Okay. I'm going to try to sneak away into the sky, I guess. Because the point was to get the dragon to turn around. The dragon is focused on the people on the ground right now. Well, if so. you got Clores off the ground, Clores could protect this dumb human. Yeah. Or I, dumb elf. Sunfire this is, elf. This is just me Her thinking I can't Her name is Minsa. Thank you very much. Great. Okay. <laughs> well, she's about to be mince meat. So then he, if he's going to do something, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go around the building and try to uh, get into the sky behind the dragon and try to attack it. And either way, Duraka needs to go. Yeah, he's he's bolting, and I think she she might not even see him, but she hears from the side. You know, he musters energy, and he he calls to her and says, "Courage, my comrade, all is not yet lost." And he's yeah, he's he's bolting straight for straight for the stairs. Okay, I'm gonna fly into the air and try to get behind the dragon. Uh, as Eckers is like, what do we need to roll? Hang on. As Eckers is like helping Doraka up the stairs, because that's what you guys wanted him to do, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. He turns in to you guys and says, Promise me you'll help the dragon, at least. I'm just holding my stupid little vial, like, that's what I'm doing. All right, all right. It gives Sport. you like two big thumbs up and <laughs> then goes to help Doraka. <laughs> He's just very concerned. He wants to make sure somebody gets helped here. Yeah. Um, all right, so briefly summarize just for me real quick what the plan is here, what everyone's doing so I can figure out who needs to roll what. All right, so, I mean, Tolith did want to follow the plan of fly Clores as a distraction, but if Clores is itself just getting in front of this woman protectively, he feels like he's going to have a very hard time convincing it to do otherwise. Regardless, Clores and... And Tolith are a distraction. Yeah. So that's kind of what Tolith is thinking is like, I can at least distract it this way, even if I'm on the ground now. And what is um, part two I have, of that? The, the thing is, my problem is, is that most of what I can do would require the dragon to be on the ground, which I don't think is going to happen. So. Well, you can just fly on Clores, hopefully. If you can get, if you can convince Clores to get off the ground. Yeah. And you don't, you have an affinity with animals or something? I do. It just says, and I've already done this, but it just says that um, when I first meet a non-hostile animal, I may gain them as a friendly asset for free. Okay, so you have Clores as a friendly asset for free. Yes, but hmm, 
I, mean, I guess mate well, see the thing is his use is that I can just spend the asset to recover afraid angry or insecure stress I don't have any stress right now okay but regardless part one is Toleth uses claws to distract part two is I fly up behind the back of the dragon and dump a bunch of stuff on it and see if it does anything right and part three is Daraka runs up the tower while all this is happening yeah and why is Daraka running up the tower <laughs> just to be there to like what is he just gonna be there to do the rest of the serum or yes he's, he's got the other he's half the, of the serum yeah he's carrying the rest of it he's gonna get up there he's gonna he's got the big one okay so he can dump it on the big scary thing or the whole world explodes and it doesn't matter <laughs> no pressure None at all. So, Toleth is the one doing the distracting, and Kefira is the one actually giving the potion? Yes. Yeah. To the dragon. Okay. What dice would you guys like to use for this challenge? Okay. What, uh, uh, you know, values and skills and things like that are you using? Yeah. Uh... Um, I really wish that I could use my magic, but I the only spell that would help me is one that would require the dragon to be on the ground, so I think that's gonna not happen. Um, probably agility for me, then probably glory and skywing elf. Okay. I think that's yeah. the only other thing I can do. Oh, actually, this is not a lot of good options for me. It's a difficult challenge. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I I have a perfect idea for mine. All right, I rolled decently. I rolled a 13. I'm sorry, were you asking that for everybody, Anna? She's starting um, with Just the us. two of us. No, just the two of them for now. Can I share my idea before we resolve hers, or do we need to resolve hers first? Um, I was waiting for you to roll as well. Okay, so I was originally going to just try to, like, get its attention and, like dodge or something but I think like in the split of the moment Toleth is sitting there like the plan kind of changed from him flying close up into the sky and he's just like shoot what am I going to do against a dragon bearing down on me and I think using his intellect he he realizes wait a second I have a spell that might be able to catch the dragon off guard at the very least confuse it enough so that it you know is going to be easy for Kefira to kind of deal with so I'm going to use my intellect and I am trying to use my, I guess my mastery. Yeah, because I'm using my skill at magic um, specifically. So it's going to be mastery and then hear me out. Um, it kind of all hinges on this, but I think I'm going to get to use my earth magic uh, specialty and my earth magic spells asset. Okay. Um, because the spell that I want to use is called Spine Crystallae, which is crystal spines. A person or creature briefly grows short crystal spines on a spot of their body the mage chooses. So normally I would use this thing. I would would have liked to do this in combat to kind of reveal this, but I would normally use this to give myself like arm spines to like punch people and stuff. Ooh. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast this at the dragon and I'm going to make it like grow spines like in its mouth and like piercing through its lips to try to either like keep its mouth shut or just like really confuse it because it's getting these painful spines. Andrew, that you it could grow expecting. spines under its wings and stop it from flapping its wings and make it land. Yeah, poke mm. holes at its wings. That if is you a have good to. point. Yeah, actually, that's you a really good point too. You guys are gonna hurt the dragon. 
It's better than it hurting us. The whole goal of this spell is to catch it off guard. So maybe what I do is I just put a bunch of spines on its wings so it all of a sudden gets a little bit heavier and catches it off guard. Okay. Like while yeah. it's flying, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that while it's flying it kind of messes up its maneuvers because that's a sudden change in weight. And then since it's your spell, you can remove it later. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, you can definitely do that. Go ahead and use all of those dice and roll. So unfortunately, my mastery is only a six, but the other ones give me two d8s and then a d10 for the uh, truth. So, or not truth, uh, intellect. Ooh, that is not good at all. I rolled a one, a two, a three, and a four. How did you roll so badly? I just did. So that is a seven <sighs> with my effect die being a d8. Well, I have bad oh, news boy. for both of you. <laughs> for Susanna's contest or challenge, I rolled an 18. <laughs> and for oh. Andrew's, I rolled an 11. Great. Yep. So, well, I hope you can make it to the top because we're about to be eaten. You failed both of them. Oh, my. Well, it was nice knowing your characters for all of, you know, a few days or whatever it was. Not even a day, actually. Maybe an hour? An hour, two hours. Tolith is a lifelong friend of mine, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, you were just two oddballs I met outside the city, so it's like, what? Honestly, if the dragon grabs me, it'd be easier to get the stuff on it. I might die then, but, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, you'd be very close to its mouth. You could, you know, pour it straight down its throat. Uh, so I think what happens kind of here, first of all, you guys are both going to take stress. Maybe for Tolith, maybe, uh... Injured? Injured. And I'm not sure for Kefira, maybe exhausted? Maybe from the flying maneuvers and things like that? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so first of all, take those stress... Okay. And um, I think what happens here that kind of throws you off is there's another one of those pulses that comes off of the Sunforge, and it tings again off of that shard that you have, Tolet. And that shard, you can tell, like, Orda immediately locks onto it and roars and spits fire and leaps down like, or swoops down towards you. You can tell this shard specifically is pissing Orda off. (laughs) Okay. And I I think that kind of throws things off here because it makes Orda angry and things just don't go right. Like, you Maybe my spell just like misses all together, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe you try to shoot the spell, but because she started to dive directly to- towards you, she just kind of like swoops right under it. And I think as she's picking up speed, it just like stops Kefira from being able to catch up with her. Uh, I think actually she kind of like catches the side of you, Tolith, like Orda, as she sweeps through trying to get that shard, she like knocks into you and you kind of fly backwards <laughs> as you've been rammed into by this dragon. <laughs> okay. Kefira, I think you try to like chase her and catch up with her 
and you just like can't. Like she's just barreling down so fast that you can't catch up with her. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Alright, what would you like to do now? <laughs> well, could I do something? What is the dragon doing? I was gonna say, like, is is are you gonna have anything for Do I do a thing yet? He's just walking up a tower, so. Well, I'm. Uh, it's not just a small tower. You guys realize yeah. how yeah, big this take... thing is, right? Yes, it's, it's going to take a big while. tower. Yeah. It is a huge tower. It's going to take a while. I mean, okay, but I, I mean, I bolted when right when this was happening, so I should be like on. You're the top. not going to make it up there that fast, Wesley. This is a huge tower. Okay, well, think I about mean, like running up a skyscraper. I mean, yeah. if it fa- if, yeah. if, if if they failed to get the dragon, then you know. If, if, the, if, if, you, fine, he, if you want to stop and help them, if you want to come back down after no, it, no, see this and no. come back down to help, you can. No, he is not. But you are us. nowhere near being to the top of that tower yet. I didn't. I didn't think so. I was just wondering, like you know, I, I'm just. A, is there anything for him to do? I think like, do I do anything, or am I just going up? That's fine. If I am, I'm. I'm moving as fast as Let's I can go. Let's stick up. with these two for now, and then okay. I can't. I can't okay. keep. I can't jump back over. That's okay. You're good. No problem. What is the dragon doing now? Well, she's just swooped down. She's going back up. You can tell she's come. She's gonna come back around for another pass. All right. Um, nothing has changed. I think we still need to do the same thing. I mean, um, I think it would Tola... be really helpful if you can get that darn animal in the sky. Well, that's literally what Toleth was just thinking too. Like Toleth was just thinking that, like, okay, the shard is definitely gonna get that dragon's attention. Throw it. He's just gonna say, um, uh, picking himself <laughs> up. He's like, uh, um, Clores, I think we need to get up and make the dragon follow us with this. And he's trying to like pat Clores and like get on its back and try and like goad it into getting into the sky. Uh, Clores does not want to leave Minsa. Does it seem like it's going to follow that direction because it's my friend or does it seem like it doesn't want to? Because it's a, Susanna does bring up a good point. It is an asset for me now, so. Yeah, um, you can just tell like he, uh, Clores actually licks the side of Minsa's face and Minsa says, Clores, he is, he he is mine. I we got separated. I can uh, take it. Well, I can oh. take the shard. Yes, um, the, we're trying to help the dragon. We have something that might help it, but my friend up there needs to, to you know, catch it unawares and throw this serum at it. Just tell me what to do. So he has. He's he's like he's holding out the shard. And he just says, "Well, it's it's dangerous, but um, the dragon seems to want that." Ha! Dangerous. She takes it from me quickly and jumps on Clore's back. I'll let the NPC be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret to a long life as a uh, RPG. You guys Honestly, have other things she, you need to do. <laughs> if she can, like, drag the dragon down towards the ground, like, then maybe you could do whatever magic-y stuff you can do. I mean... You can tell her that. The problem is I, I don't really think Toleth would say that because I don't think he's thinking that's something that's possible. Okay. Like, I don't see how she could get the dragon to go down if I couldn't, you know? Well, she's used to riding the creature. Yeah. Maybe Tolls will just say, you know, I'm really only useful on the ground. So if there's some way in it chasing you, you can get it to land. That would help me help you. Uh, right. I can try to get her to land. Just keep her attention. That is the highest priority. That I can do. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do the same thing, except this time I'm going to try to aid in the distraction 
Um, and I'm going to... Basically, when I get close enough, I want to chuck my little dragon at it and see if she can, like, crawl around on the dragon's face out of a uh, blast shot, you know? I don't know if Hannah can hear me. I can hear you. I'm just confused. I was about okay. to say, it sounds like you're sacrificing your paper I'm not dragon. I'm not sacrificing her. I'm just getting her to dis help me distract the dragon. She's basically just going to, like, crawl around on the dragon's eyeball and try... Because she's really small and fast, so... And she can fly too, so, you know. But if, if I can, like, get the dragon even more distracted, then I can get in there and pour my stuff on it. Okay. So we have uh, Clores and Minsa now kind of distracting Orda. And your paper dragon distracting Orda? It's, it's not a paper dragon, but papery. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I know, but... I'm gonna use I'm gonna use her as, like, part of my maneuvering. This is probably something we've, like, tried to do before. It's like, you go distracted and I'll hit it. Okay, and Tolith, what exactly are you doing now? Well, that's the thing is, since I'm not the one flying Clores, um, I'm just kind of preparing myself to cast magic if the dragon does land, if Orda lands. Would it make more sense, maybe, to have, if you're trying to get Orda to land, give Tolith the potion? And Kefira aid in getting Orda to land so Tolith can give it to her, or? The problem is, is that Kefira already has the potion and we can't really, like, communicate with each other to... to he can't just yell at me. Yeah. Well, you were chasing the, my, Orda. My kind Orda. of... My kind of... My I'm, kind so, of I'm sorry, process. I'm just trying to figure oh, out ahead. where everyone is and what everyone's doing. I'm just a little... I figured I would kind of come back and wait for Orda to come back closer before I attack again. And my thought process was that since I have Clores as an asset, even though I'm sending Clores off with, uh, what was the? Minsa. Uh, because Minsa is flying Clores, I was figuring that I could use that as a part of my role because Clores is an asset. Yeah. So then I would be kind of just rolling for, that would kind of like resolve whether or not they can get the dragon to land with their maneuvers. Okay. And then that would just roll into my plan to use a spell. I would say uh, Minsa has a die too. I would say for this scenario, you can take her D8 as well. I would say she like is take her as a temporary asset for your roll. So I would add a D8 to your roll, Andrew. Okay. For Minsa like as an asset. Minsa on Clores basically. Yes. But it wouldn't be a dual asset like with Clores as well, right? Because um, I have Clores itself as an asset. That just seems broken, though. I mean, we need a lot of dice to, to succeed at this. I don't think it's... It's the two of them working together, I guess. All right, then you can you can swap out the D... The, what, is Clores just a D4 asset? It just says you gain them as a friendly asset for free. So my assumption is that they started a D6, or is it a D4? I'm I, I'm not sure. I don't know what I, I don't know what like the base level of like a new. Just increase that to a D8 then, since you okay. have Minsa as well. Yeah, because I don't have it written down as an asset yet. I just that knew sense. that I had it. So you get a slightly stronger asset. That that works. No, it makes yeah. sense. It does. So then, what I would be doing then? It sounds like we're focusing kind of on like my distraction team slash me casting another magic spell first to kind of set that up for yeah. Kefira. So yeah, what so I would be doing is this, if I succeed at getting it to land, which is why I'm having them help me, the spell I want to use is Creatura Lenta, which is slowed creature. Nearby oh. dirt, dust, or muck grasps at a creature's feet and slows their movement. 
That Ooh. would be really. So I basically want to trap it on the ground. Yeah. To make it really easy for Kefir, hopefully, to to hit. So I like that. I would be rolling. Can you have more than one asset if it applies? I don't know. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure in the examples, you could, there are times where people had like more than one specialty or yeah. more than one asset. So. As long as it narratively made sense. Okay, so then what I'm going to be doing is, once again, I'm casting my magic, so that's intellect. Um, right now, I am... Gosh, I mean, it is magic again. I could go with mastery. Is there an argument to be made for liberty because I'm trying to free up Kefira for being able to throw her potion? Well, you're also trying to liberate Orda from this Oh, that's true. Corruption, yeah. So yeah, that's true. I would okay, say that I fits. like that. So then I'm going to roll Intellect and Liberty as my attribute and value, and then I get to add my specialty of Earth Mage, my Earth Magic spells as an asset, and then Minsa and Chlores as an asset. So that's going to be 3d8 for those three, and then the ones earlier were a D10 and a D8. So I'm rolling a D10 and four D8. <laughs> That's, uh... All right. So I have a five and a six for an 11. And my effect die is a D10. I rolled a 10. <laughs> Thank so you... God. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but my effect die was a D10. So how does that all play into it? Um, the effect die is like the degree by which you succeed. So, okay. if I'm remembering correctly. So the size of it was a d10, which means it should be... Yeah, since you're the one that's kind of the expert of your, your magic, you know, kind of narrate for me what happens as Orda comes down for another swoop at, at you guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think what, uh, I think what you know, I wouldn't have told them to do this. Like, they knew that the plan was to try and get the dragon to land. So I think what happens is Minsa and Clores kind of fly off. And they are, you know, they're, they're trying to get the dragon's attention with the shard. They get in front of the dragon and it locks in on them and is starting to chase them. I think what they do is because they're smaller and I mean, a dragon is going to be agile. They're good flyers. But because they're, they're smaller... Huh? I said they're also enormous. They're also enormous, right. So I think because they're smaller, Minsa and Chloris can just like dive bomb towards the ground really fast and then at the last minute just kind of break and fly back up. And the dragon is going too fast with its size to stop all the way, so it has to like wind like wing break and stop and land on the ground momentarily. And before it can get back up and chase them, I cast my spell and slow it and kind of hold it in place with like the dirt and the the dust around here. Nice. Cool. 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 So Toleth like throws out his hands and he's just kind of like holding his hands out towards the dragon and the dirt just kind of rides up from the ground and starts like grasping at its legs and holding it in place. Earthbending, everyone. We have an earthbending elf right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you want mine now? Yeah. Um, I would say you could probably add like a D... Like an asset from this situation, you know what I mean? Like yeah, sure. Because Toleth has set this up for you. That makes sense. I mean, that was kind of the point. So honestly, I mean, because he succeeded, why don't you take his effect die towards your, you know, as your asset? Oh. So a D10. A D10. Wow, cool. That's yeah, awesome. I think because of the I like that. That makes success, sense. That makes sense yeah. to me. I don't know if that's. 
correct according to the rules, but that's how we're gonna it's do your, it. It's your game. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, cool, then I'm going to do um, intellect because I'm kind of using the slightly sneakier, smarter approach of throwing my dragon at it to like distract it even further on its eyes. Yeah. Glory, uh, Skywing Elf, my dragon, which is another asset, and his thing. So hopefully I'm good enough for this. All right, I rolled a 14. Yeah, I think that would be the same. It's the top two, right? Yeah. Yeah, and her effect die is a d10. <laughs> I also rolled a 14. Oh, come, oh, come on! on. Oh. Uh, hang on, let me see if there's anything I can do. Oh, from like your uh, spending power points and stuff? Yeah, I have a thing. I might be able to do it. Uh, the only thing I can re- I can do is re-roll a hitch. So. It's a difficult challenge. I can't do anything. I have nothing I can do. I don't have the one thing that lets me use my Skywing thing. Is there like a standard thing that you can do with PowerPoints that helps you on rolls at all? Is there like a standard like, oh, spend um, a PowerPoint let uh, me look. roll a die I, or anything like that? I, there is. You guys each have one PowerPoint. The I problem think, is the only least. thing I can do is... Or plot points, that's what they're called. Or plot point, yeah. I could reroll the D10, I guess. I got a two on that. It would still be ridiculously unlikely to be make a difference. I knew I should have taken this guy. I didn't know it was going to be so combat heavy or else I would have taken the wing over instead of on the trail. Hmm. Uh, you may spend a plot point to include more results. After any roll, you may spend a plot point to include more results in your total from the dice you just rolled. This oh. way, your total may be three, four, or five dice added together. So you okay, so you can dice. spend one to add another die if you want. Okay, then I could add that five I rolled on Andrews. Yes, so that makes it a 19. Makes it a 19. Okay. Huh. And then what's your... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay, technicality. Yay. You want me to describe it? <laughs> yes, please describe for okay. me how you do this. I have kind of an idea that the dragon... I don't want to throw it directly on the scales because I feel like the dragon would be uh it wouldn't it might not work on the scales immediately so i'm gonna try to throw it in a fleshy space and i think the closest thing i can think of is like dragons probably have like ear holes or whatever so i'm gonna chuck this potion in the dragon's ear because it's the easiest fleshy spot that i can attack so i'm basically gonna like land on the side of the dragon as it falls down with all these distractions happening and chuck my potion in its ear which will sound terrible i'm sure but I, you know, just, I empty the potion in the dragon's ear because it's just the only fleshy <laughs> spot I can get to that I think I won't okay. die trying to get there. It's ridiculous. Okay. I am All a practical right, so character. You throw this if potion. If the dragon has tinnitus, it's better than being dead. In poor Orda's ear. <laughs> it's down its ear, everybody. Yep. And you can see Orda kind of shake her head, like, kind of like a dog does, you know, when they, like, are like, what the heck was that, you know? You immediately start to see this kind of like corruption that was taking over her body start to fade and like dissipate. And I think that's where we're gonna have to leave it for this week. Oh, no! oh I knew it. What else is there to do? <laughs> I'm sure there's gonna mean, be something at the top of the tower. <laughs> there's gonna be something up at the top I'm of the sure tower. I'm sure there's yeah. something up there that they're gonna, they're gonna throw at us. <laughs>